Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Actors Inspiration with Amber Wagner. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody that has just piled on support. Man, it takes a village to get through this acting journey, and most importantly, it takes a village to get through this life. And I was very close to not sharing some of the personal stuff that was going on with me, and I'm so glad that I did, because the support and love that I have received in the last 24 hours has been immense, and my heart is full, so all I can say is thank you. I want to give a huge shout out to Maya Michaels, because on Instagram, she said to me, put yourself first, the universe rewards you. I love that so much. I love that so much. So I share that with you. Put yourself first and the universe rewards you. Yes. And also a huge happy birthday to Kaylee from class. Uh, I got a text last night. She goes, did I see you in Pineapple Express? And I said, you sure did. And then I woke up and saw that it's her birthday. So happy birthday, Kaylee. Love you, girl. Okay. So um, as I have mentioned, maybe not too many times, but I am reading Retta's book from um, Parks and Rec and Good Girls. And this book is called So Close to Being the Shit Y'all Don't Even Know. And what an amazing read. If you guys want to get some good laughs, she started as a stand-up comedian and then worked her way into um, television episodics. And she is a gem. And I have um, dog-eared a couple pages. When she started on Parks and Rec, she was hired as a cast member, but literally it was like a featured background job because she literally didn't have lines in the first season, like maybe one or two. And she wasn't sure what was happening, but she had never been on a network television show either. And so she was so happy to just be a part of the show and she took it all in and she watched. And then in season two, they incorporated more lines. And by season three, she was like a full cast member with tons of lines. She took the long haul. She did the wait. She did what she had to do. She was so happy to just be on the show. And so I love that so much. But there is a paragraph that she writes. And um, she says, for a long time, I'd go into auditions thinking, what do they want? I'd look at the material and try to guess what it was the casting directors might want as opposed to doing what I thought was best for the material. It took me a long, and she has lots of O's, long time to make choices about material based on what I thought was best and not worry about what they had in mind. Because truth be told, sometimes casting directors produce Producers and writers don't know what they want. Sometimes they aren't certain of what they want until you walk into the room and give them what they want that they didn't know they wanted. Now, I read the part. I do what I think will be funny or poignant. I might make my own choices instead of trying to get into the minds of people that I've never met. And what she's talking about is she had gone to several auditions where she saw a lot of women that looked similar to her. She would see Sherry Shepard. She would see Octavia Spencer. And they all kind of like had a similar look. And um, so they just kind of did their auditions together. And Sherry Shepard told her, just do you. Like, just do you. Bring you to the table. And so Sherry Shepard goes in ahead of her and she hears her being loud and funny and punching jokes. And she was like, this isn't what I prepared. I didn't prepare. Mine's very dry. So then she went and almost did a Sherry Shepard impersonation and felt like she robbed herself of the experience because she had something completely different planned and sold herself out because she thought her choices weren't good enough. And guess what? She didn't get the job and neither did Sherry Shepard. That wasn't what they were looking for. So maybe what she 
had in mind the first time could have been what they were looking for. And so please, like, really bring you to the character. We talk about this all the time, and I hear it all the time, and it doesn't mean that I always execute it all the time, but I know it to be true. Bring your version of this character to the table. I have been in casting. I have worked the other side of the table, and I know that I have cast people who completely were not in my mind what I was thinking for the role, but they blew me out of the water. And I was like, there it is, not even knowing what that thing looked like or that what that person looked like. So do you, please do you. And if nothing else, you stand out, right? If you make a really big, clear, certain choice, no one's going to ding you because you were so far off base of what they had in their mind. They're going to love that you brought something interesting to the table. So please be you, do you, bring something amazing to the table. And, um, you know, we've been talking or I've been talking about seasons and chapters of our lives and how things rotate and they change. And I was reading a little paragraph out of the Keep Going Holly book. And it says, our lives too have different seasons. Some of us blossom at a young age. Others don't blossom until old age. Our culture mostly celebrates early successes, the people who bloom fast. But those people often wither as quickly as they bloom. It's for this reason I ignore every 30 under 30 list published. I'm not interested in annuals. I'm interested in perennials. I only want to read the eight over 80s list. (laughs) And I love that so much. And that is something that y'all, I have to give myself a reminder of. For those of you that have been listening to the podcast for a while, I've shared that when I was 36 and got into acting full time, I was told by a astrologer um, who I love, Gay Nelson, you can look her up, she's fabulous. And she told me that I would not have the bulk of my success until my early 50s, right around 52. And here I was 36 years old thinking I was at my physical prime. And I thought, thank God, I have time to work this craft. I have time to get better at what I do. And okay, if that's my if that's my wheelhouse, then that's my wheelhouse. Now, does everybody believe in astrologer? Does everybody believe that that to be true? Doesn't it's, everybody's going to do themselves? What I did is looked at it as an opportunity for me to get really good at my craft. And so when I sit in times of lull of opportunity. I think, Amber, you're only 45. I'm going to be 46 on Sunday, but you're not at your 52-year mark. So what can you do today to get better? So what did I do? Grabbed up Sorkin, and I'm chewing up Sorkin because I want to learn how to do Sorkin. I want to be able to be great at Sorkin by the time I'm 52. Of course, I want to do it earlier than that. But as soon as I feel lulls in my career, I go, okay, what challenge can I take on? What can I learn? What can I do? What can I do to be better? And I just keep honing my craft. So where are you at and what areas do you want to improve? Are you not great at taking headshots? Maybe you can find a friend with a camera and get better at working your angles. Is your wardrobe lacking items that would put you in a better marketing place? Are you um, needing more color in your wardrobe? Uh, For headshots, Nordstrom is the best. Nordstrom will take back stuff. Like they have a no questions asked policy. Bring in your receipt, return your items. Now, I'm not suggesting that you go wear these items out and go go out on the town and then return them. I don't 
think that's great. But if you need to buy a few pieces to wear for a headshot session and return them, I ain't going to slight you for it. Not everybody's got money growing on trees to be able to afford the nice outfits that want to be, so you want to be a respectable looking businesswoman. Maybe you don't want the TJ Maxx suit. Maybe you do want the TJ Maxx suit. No judgment either way, but if you want to step into another place, you know, consider looking at different places of, of getting wardrobe. And if that doesn't work for you, throw that out the trash and flush it down the toilet. It's not for everybody. My question for you is, what is it you're needing to approve upon and work on that? Is it accents? Is it dialect? Is it um, your special abilities? Uh, what are some areas that you want to improve? That is going to be my question for the weekend. And then if you want a mantra for the day, the week, the year, whatever, just for the moment, how about approach um, your thought process with, I will rise to the challenge and give 100%. I will rise to the challenge and give 100%. I will rise to the challenge and give 100%. And I think about that with self-tape May. You know, I've talked about self-tape May as right around the corner. And in spite of all the health circumstances I've got coming up, I'm still doing self-tape May because I enjoy it. I enjoy the challenge of 16 tapes in a month. And there's going to be times where I'm going to be maybe doing multiple in a in a day so that I can get them all done before my surgery at the end of the month. So I'm challenging you. Do you want to join me in self-tape May? Please, please, please go on to Audrey Moore at Audrey Helps Actors and you can check out her site and you can see how to sign up for self-tape May. It's 100% free. She has resources where you can get sides. It's not a bad idea to get those resources to have sides just to do in like casting director workshops and just to learn new material. So I'd love for you to join me in self-tape May. And if nobody else tells you today, I believe in you. Go create some miracles. Always believe that you can and have a beautiful weekend. Bye-bye.